0: Are you a parent in business that wants to learn digital marketing the right way? So you've got an amazing business and you want to shout it from the rooftops. You want everyone to know about it and you want to generate consistent revenue. You love the idea of your business working for you whilst you are busy making memories with your family. The one thing stopping you is digital marketing. From SEO to blogging, from creating your own digital courses to creating podcasts that parents will love, My Bumped Baby has the solution. We have launched our digital marketing academy and it is designed for parent-focused business owners to grow and scale their business with ease. Our academy can be accessed from anywhere on any device which means as a busy parent in business you can learn on the go with our bite-sized straight to the point videos. Join us today by visiting the link below and have seven day free trial on us to see if the area is right for you. Click the link under this podcast to start benefiting today and access our training right away. We look forward to seeing you in there and teaching you everything you need to know about digital marketing for parent-focused businesses.
1: My Bump to Baby is one of the UK's leading parenting platforms. You can find local pregnancy to preschool groups, classes and lessons wherever you are in the UK. Not only that, but you can read our honest reviews on the latest products, days out and services that you as parents need to know about. We also work with trusted financial advisors, family law solicitors, and now estate agents, too. If you would like to find your nearest trusted expert, head over to www.mybump2baby.com. Are you a parent looking to start a small business? Perhaps you've no idea where to start. Or maybe you've already got a small business and you're struggling to take it to that next level. My Bumped Baby is here to support you. My Bumped Baby business offers training packages, mentorship programs, one-to-one support and e-courses. If you would like more information on how to grow your business with My Buumped Baby, then email us. Our email address is info at mybumptobaby.com.
0: Hello and welcome to my Bump to Baby expert podcast, where we bring experts from all over the UK
1: to answer your questions on everything pregnancy to
0: preschool.
1: Today, I am speaking to Lorraine Colley from Zing Mortgages in Bishop's. and today we're going to be talking all about mortgages on maternity leave all your questions will be answered hopefully within this podcast I hope you enjoy it Hello, everybody, and welcome to My Bumped Babies Expert podcast. Today, we are talking about a very important subject, maternity leave mortgages, everything you need to know about having a mortgage on maternity leave. And today I am joined by expert Lorraine Colley, who is our Mortgage Protection Specialist in Bishop Stortford. Hi, Lorraine, how are you?
2: Hi Carla. I'm Luke, thanks. How
1: are you? I'm very well, thank you. Very well. So I'm really looking forward to talking to you on this subject. I I actually am pregnant at the moment, so finding it very, very interesting, finding out about how it works with maternity leave and mortgages. Um, So I'm looking forward to this, this chat. But do you want to introduce yourself, Lorraine? Tell us a bit about you.
2: Yeah, and congratulations on your pregnancy. Oh, thank you. Uh,
1: thank so, you.
2: I'm Marina. I'm a mortgage and protection advisor. I work for a company called Zing Mortgages. Um, work from home. Always did sort of base myself at home anyway. So I was kind of ahead of the pandemic in, the, in that um, instance. Mm-hmm. Um, we work a lot of the time at the minute is remotely, um, but we can do house visits if people are comfortable with that. Some people liked you know have face-to-face contact still and that's absolutely fine and so I I do do face-to-face contact as well as Zoom appointments and telephone calls and it's such a sensitive subject when you're talking about people's finances so often they find it a bit more comfortable in their own homes so I've been doing this for about three years now and really enjoy it I love them watching people grow you know seeing the, them go from buying their first house to the families coming along and the moving and upgrading and making sure that every step of the way they're covered or the any unexpected surprises that come along that life like to throw at you and um, so we offer then insurance packages as well to make sure that you're covered in the event of that happening
1: that's really good no that's great um because I I know you also cover the protection side of things as well don't you
2: yeah protection is a huge part of what I do because I believe in it so much you know we we insure our homes we insure our cars even our mobile phones but people forget about themselves and often you find it's not until somebody has a baby that it becomes oh right this is this is serious what's going to happen if I can't work, if my partner can't work, um, you know, on on death of either one of you. you, You've all these scenarios going through your head and it's so important to make sure that you're prepared so that if you do end up in that situation, you're covered and it's one less thing to worry about. So obviously when we're starting out with first-time buyers, we'll look at covering your um, income if you're unable to work. I mean, we've seen from the pandemic that people really struggled on 80% of their wages, Um, and hadn't really thought about it before so uh, we're doing a lot of income protection at the moment where people are covering their income in the event of long-term sickness meaning that their mortgages are still affordable also um, life insurance to cover the mortgage on the death of either partner or yourself meaning the mortgage is completely paid off Um, and also critical illness critical illness you know one in two of us get cancer in their lifetimes and it's the most claimed on insurance out of them all so at a time like that the last thing you want to be doing is worrying about finances so putting something in place to cover uh, your mortgage and outgoings um, in that event is also um, really important so we'll kind of do an overhaul of your scenario how much you know you think you can live on what your um, budget is each month things that yeah, okay, we we'll won't need to include that because that's not a necessity and work to your to tailor it to your personal needs.
1: Absolutely, yeah. I think what you've mentioned there, I think there's a lot more people that are very open-minded when it comes to protection because they've actually seen it firsthand what can happen if they can't work. It's so important. And I think um, something else I want to touch on while we're talking about this is a lot of people, you know, can think, oh, I'll go online and just get it online and it's cheap and cheerful, etc. But, um, you know, I, I've I've known a lot of people that have actually gone to claim on insurances and actually they've not been covered for what they thought so that's why you know at My Bumps Baby we think it's really important to to actually speak to a professional in the local area who knows you and and can actually review your policy properly.
2: Yeah this is it I mean you know your shopping online is so popular at the minute that a lot of people are doing it but would you then go and buy a car in Tesco's, you know, no, you'd want advice on which car to get and what, what's going to meet your needs. So definitely speaking to an expert. And there's so many products available now that you might not necessarily be getting the right one for you. Often there's a misconception where people think that they, that they want to ensure their life in, in the event of death. But actually, you're more likely to. use a critical illness policy than you are a death policy because you're less likely to die within the term of your mortgage but you are likely to um, be critically ill. So it's about you know somebody knowing your circumstances and knowing where there are gaps in that um, to cover you. There's a really good policy as well called family income benefit and this pays out on death. Obviously you know if you cover your mortgage that's that's paid off but then how do you, you work you know often you've got a lot of mums at home and at one wage families if that wage was to disappear how do you um survive so we look at things like that as well so we'd look at a family income policy that would cover that wage on the event in the event of death meaning you're covered all angles so there's a lot of things that people don't think about and again it's just it's a getting the best isn't it there's no point in paying a monthly premium for something that's not going to cover you if if you were to be in that position
1: exactly and I think that's the mistake a lot of people come come back and they'll say oh I made a mistake with that because they might have set it up 10 years ago and it was obviously you know the younger you are the cheaper it is isn't it a lot of the time and then they've set it up and they've been paying into something that actually might not have paid out or it's not actually suitable for for their needs and then it comes to that time and claiming and it's like oh god god I've paid it's a double hit actually because you've paid for it and you're not actually able to claim on it for some people so so it's really really important just to make sure that everything you know is covered and you covered the best best for you really it's not about kind of spending an absolute fortune you you do what you can afford but it's a case of making sure your family is protected should the worst happen and unfortunately there's so many circumstances the worst does happen we all know someone that's passed away young and you know it, it is really sad so so that is is something that's really important.
2: Exactly and when you touch on age there as well you know I deal with a lot of first-time buyers and each time I'm like please take some protection because you're so young now that it's really cheap you're going to come back to me in 10 years time with a wife and a baby and you're going to want insurance and it's going to be triple the price because mm. unfortunately it'll go up each year you know your age does go against you when when it comes to insurance So it's so important that you think about it and do it as early as you can to save yourself in the long
1: term. Absolutely, absolutely. So with the maternity leave and mortgages, so with that if someone is thinking of applying for a mortgage but they're going on maternity or they're on maternity and they've seen their dream house can they get that mortgage or not?
2: Yeah so the lenders don't discriminate against people going on maternity leave obviously they all have a different view on it there's so much um, criteria surrounding it um, and they're all very different but overall um, they, some lenders will want to will work on your last pay slip before you went on maternity. they may request a return to work letter to confirm that you're due to return to work on the same terms and the same conditions, same hours etc and they'll take that and they'll use your full pay. Other lenders if you're on um, status stream of maternity pay rather than you know full maternity pay they might like to see a bit of savings. Um, to prove that you can cover yourself for that year while you're out of work so it's not it's not a no but there are different criteria with the various lenders so again it's about speaking to someone in the know so you can find one that fits with your circumstances.
1: That's great. So what would someone do if they're on maternity leave and the partner's got a full time wage, but between them, they're really struggling to pay their mortgage. What what are their options?
2: So with um, struggling to pay your mortgage, the first thing you've got to do is speak to your lender. It's um, so important that you alert them immediately and don't just stop paying it. When you speak to them, they can, there's various options that they Have available to you, depending on your circumstances. So they may give you a payment holiday. They may switch you to an interest only for a while, which will lower your payments and make it more affordable for you. But speak to them because they are human, and we've all seen again from the pandemic that they did offer payment holidays, and you know they were behind um, their clients when it was when they were in a difficult situation. So um, always speak to them in the first instance and gain the help that you need.
1: That's great advice. And and during maternity leave, by being on maternity leave, does that affect future mortgages? Or is that just something they take into account that happens because people do have babies?
0: Yeah,
2: so it won't necessarily affect your future mortgages. I mean, if you're going to return to work on the same terms and the same income, then that's you're not going to be affected at all. If, for instance, you're returning part-time, so you're not earning them as much, then the next time you go to purchase affordability won't be as high as it was previously.
1: Right okay that makes sense and and remortgaging I, I assume that's the same with buying a new property on on maternity leave you can't they, they won't discriminate you against that is that right?
2: No so again it'll go back to the criteria
1: where they'll um, assess the
2: situation they'll either take your last um, payslip from pre-maternity and a return to work later. Um, and then remortgage you from there if you're looking for extra borrowing again the affordability will be assessed based on your new income if you're going to go back part-time or your full-time income if that's how you're returning so it's really specific to everybody's um, individual needs
1: right okay and what about if you're on maternity leave and you're self-employed how how does that work Is, is that a fairly similar similar process
2: yeah, so with self-employed, um, it's been really difficult because the lenders always worked off last year's accounts. Mm. And obviously when COVID happened, they realised that, hold on a second, we're working off 2019 accounts, but they might not have earned anything in 2020. Mm. Um, so they've, they've kind of changed their criteria slightly, whereby with self-employed, they look at your accounts but they also look at your business bank statements to see what sort of income you've had over the last three months and then annualise it um, to see if you're in line to earn what you are you were earning. Um, so it would work similar with uh, maternity leave. And again, if you're self-employed and not earning anything, but you do have this statutory maternity pay, they would use either that income or if you did have savings to back up, then they would say, OK, yeah. If you've got a good track record, self-employed, okay, we believe that when you return to work, you'll you'll maintain the same income going forward. So uh, they would look at it that way. So, again, just down to each lender and finding the best lender for your situation.
1: And do you work with a few lenders then, Lorraine? Yes, yeah, so we've got access to over 150
2: lenders in our panel and we've good working relationships with them as well. So often when as part of the research, we would um, speak, we speak to individual lenders directly. We put scenarios out to the lenders and say, does this fit with you? How can we make this work? So, yeah, we build relationships with the various lenders and get to know their criteria inside out. Um, although it's changed so much over the last year it's really difficult to keep up but we we do have we were bombarded with emails daily about changes to criteria so we really are as up to date as we can be and we're able to find out who's best for what situation very very quickly as well
1: that's great and and can you help people that have had Debts previously, um, as well, where they're not really sure if they could quite get a mortgage, but they'd like to try. Yeah, I
2: see. I'm seeing quite a lot of this at the minute, where people um, are often afraid to come forward. Oh, my friend told me I can't get a mortgage because I've got um, a default CCJ whatever it may be, mm-hmm. and that's total false information. This is where you really need to speak to an expert so that we can guide you through. Um, where you need to be so it's not necessarily a no there are um, specialist lenders that deal with people who have been in financial difficulty previously and will consider you will consider your application and um, that might be reflected in the rates but if it gets you where you want to be you know then it can't be done so again it's about speaking to someone who knows um, what they're dealing with when it comes to that and not being afraid to we've all been there you know we've all been there where we've got ourselves in financial difficulty whether it be when we were young and silly or you know when we're older and suddenly things have just got on top of us you know so don't be afraid to come forward and speak and get help you know that's the best thing to do and even if we can't even if we can't do anything right now we can put a plan in place so often what I find with customers that have been impacted is okay I can't help you at the minute but in six months time this is an option in 12 months time this is an option so then we can keep in touch and um, help kind of maintain their credit report in the meantime and work with them to get them to where they want to be so I do a lot of Got a lot of that at the minute, especially with first time buyers who um, are struggling with their credit. Uh, whereby I'll just do three monthly phone calls with them to check in, see how their deposit's going, and see how their credit report is looking, and keep in touch with them up until the point where we're ready to move forward.
1: That's a great service that because I think I think a lot of I mean gosh, I've done it myself um years ago when you're at college and you know you're 18 and you go into the bank and they say, Oh, do you want a credit card? You're like, Yeah, and it just feels like free money at the time. Um yeah. and and you know, a lot of us have been there. And and to be honest, um when I when I used to work in a bank, it a lot of the people working behind the desk were actually targeted to sell your credit cards and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. so you know, and it Put a lot of people in situations where you know they they might think they can't get that mortgage so i love that um you said that that don't be afraid to come forward because i think some people are very embarrassed about that and you know you're certainly not on your own um with that and, and making those mistakes you know it's uh it's you know a lot of people have done it Um, yeah
2: my my downfall was store cards you know when you're going into top shop in oxford street at 18 and they're offering you a bit of plastic to put all these clothes on you know it's it's hard to resist but it's all a learning curve as well you know and um it can it can be fixed you know you can't just work towards getting yourself out of that situation
1: yeah definitely and some people as well who have kind of got themselves in these situations when they were maybe 18 and now they're 30 something and they're still too afraid to find out about getting a mortgage I you know I just want to reiterate you know get in touch with Lorraine because it might be that she'll be able to do something for you and like she said you know a bit of a plan in place if not don't be embarrassed by it
2: yeah certainly and unfortunately because of the world that we're living in at the minute there is a lot of people who have been in financial difficulty over the last year and um, you know are kind of trying to get themselves out of it at the minute so definitely speak to someone don't sit and panic about it or listen to somebody in the pub who tells you one thing you know speak to an expert and then that way you can put a plan in place to
1: sort it all out. That's brilliant that's brilliant and and um, also then if, if someone is thinking of getting a buy-to-let perhaps during maternity and they've saved up money obviously i think a bigger p- deposit needs to go down on those or is that different for each lender again
2: um yeah it's, it can vary the buy-to-let mortgages generally you're looking at about a 25 percent deposit however there are some lenders that will offer it a 20 percent deposit um, again based around your circumstances So if you are on maternity leave and you're looking for your first buy-to-let then that's assessed slightly differently because if you're a first-time landlord they want to ensure that you've got funds in place to um, cover any rental voids. However once you go on and you're purchasing a second or third uh, buy-to-let they'll then work off the rental income. So the first buy-to-let just is a little bit more um, intense in affordability because they want to know that you're able to cover it basically but once. Um, you're on the the buy to let ladder and you're you have numerous properties then they tend to work on the rental income
1: oh wow that that's really good and um you can um, if you've got a business like we spoke about a bit further back if you're on maternity leave and you've got a business and and you went um you opted for buy to let there are ways um around that that are fully legal around tax efficiency that they can do it as well isn't there
2: Yeah, so you can purchase property in a limited company as as well. So and special uh, vehicles as well can be used to uh, purchase properties so that you're not uh, liable for them. Um, So yeah, that's something to discuss with your accountant if you're thinking about a buy to let property discuss with your accountant how they think is best for your tax situation.
1: That's great. So Lorraine then, um, just, just to finish off, I know I, we've gone through quite a bit there, but I think that's really useful, everything that we've covered there. Oh, one thing I did want to ask is about protection during maternity leave. I know we kind of covered protection, but I don't think a lot of people are, are aware they can actually get protection whilst they're pregnant.
2: Yeah, often you find it's when you're in that situation of... Um, coming pregnant that you start thinking about the, all these different scenarios so yeah absolutely you can and you can insure yourself for as much and as little as you want we can tailor the insurance um to your budget as well so um it might not be possible to get you as much as what you know you, you should have in place today but we can tailor that to your budget so come to me with a budget and we can work around that and figure out where the biggest gap is in in your life protection and we can work with that so yeah it's definitely about putting a plan in place for yourself think about how much you would need I mean it's awful to think about death and things like that but it's a conversation that's so important because you don't want to be in that situation and then have that worry on your shoulders so just think about your budget what you can afford to live on you know and what you would need in the event of the worst happening
1: yeah, exactly. And also, you know, think for yourself, but also your partner, if your partner was unable to work for any reason anymore, could you actually, you know, pay, pay that mortgage? Could you continue making those payments? You know, yeah. when you're off on maternity leave, obviously statutory maternity is, is quite low. If something was to happen, you know, are you covered?
2: Yeah, this is it. Like statutory maternity pay is £151.20 a week. For 39 weeks so that's not a lot of money but when you're you know in that planning stage of um you, you know you find out you're pregnant and you think right okay I'm going to have six or nine months off work it's always good to work on a budget and write it down and I actually heard something really interesting um last week and it was about having money dates so we all go out on date night but have a money date where you sit down and you discuss Um, your money and where it's going and what you want to achieve so whether that's saving for your pension you know have a think about what you want in retirement and how you're going to get there and discuss it openly and also another thing they suggested was discuss it around your children so that your children are then able to know about money because obviously we're living in a plastic world at the minute where everything is paid on card Mm. and kids I find are not getting or not understanding the value for money so it's really important to open up that conversation and have it with them um as well so that they're aware of yeah if you save up x amount of money you can get here or what would you like to achieve you know if it, whether it's just um, some toy that they're after let them save gradually and see the growth in money and how how what you can achieve from doing that but yeah writing it down is always best
1: that's great it's funny you say that actually me and my husband do 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 that and go through everything and it is is a case of just kind of keeping on top of things really because you can be paying for things and and you haven't used them for so long so really really important to do and also like you said about the children actually made me giggle a little bit my my son has just handed me um a letter for father christmas and i think it's got listed on every single smith's toy going so (laughs) he doesn't know the value of money i was like listen you can only have one no santa brings everything i thought this is just brilliant so so yeah having having a clear clear chat with you with your little ones about money i obviously need yeah. to do that more is is important
2: yeah so um so actually when you're talking about santa and money apparently for every pound that the toy costs it takes an elf a minute to make so they can't have really expensive toys because the elves don't have enough minutes to make all those expensive toys.
1: Oh yes, I didn't think of that, so I'll be uh, I'll be reporting that back later, yeah. thank you for that. If someone wanted to get in touch with you, you um, currently are offering free advice, aren't you?
2: Yeah, so the initial com- conversation is all at my own cost because I want to know that I'm able to help you before we charge a fee, so I'll be speaking to clients for two years before I've had a penny out of them you know we, we put all this plan in place and we don't charge anything until the point of mortgage application so at that stage you would have found a house um offer been accepted and you're ready to go ahead and sort the mortgage out um and it's at that stage that we charge our fee so if you just want to discuss something you know you want to discuss bad credit buy to anything like that then please feel free to contact me and we can have a chat about it
1: that's brilliant. Lorraine, would you mind just telling people where they can find you and how they how they are best contacting you at the moment?
2: Yeah, so I can be found um, on Facebook, Lorraine Collizing Mortgages, um, or you can contact me via phone or um, my email address which I believe is on the advert is that
1: right? It is and I'll pop all those details on the bottom of this podcast as well so anyone that's listened to this if you just want to kind of scroll down you'll be able to see all of Lorraine's details there so you can make contact with her right away. Yeah I highly recommend you speak to Lorraine and, and she will be able to help you with everything that we've discussed so thank you so much. Thanks for having me Carla. Thank you. Thank you for listening to my bump to babies expert podcast. If you would like to find help and support from experts in your local area, head over to www.mybumptobaby.com. And you will also be able to find local pregnancy to preschool groups, classes, businesses and services in your local area.
0: Wondering what's on in your local area? Come and join our weekly newsletter where we share the classes and groups that are on in your local area. From pregnancy to preschool, we have you covered. Click the link below this podcast to receive your newsletter each week, every Sunday, so you know what's on and you can plan your week ahead.